Sorry. Are, are we, have we started already? <laughs> no, not, not yet. Okay. I was, I was like, oh. So I want to, I want to, because I'm trying to lose weight right now. Mm-hmm. I want to see who, if I can get to 175 mm-hmm. before you can get to 250. <laughs> I don't want to try to gain weight. No. <laughs> I'll shave my head if you beat me. No. Okay. Well, all right. You just want to see me just, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah. A collection of stories. Land over Legend Studios presents. Anyways, uh, let me ask you this. Um, what's the weather like down in uh, Knoxville? Uh, it was like 64, 65 degrees today. Yeah. Damn. I know. Surprising because it's been quite cold the last yeah. few days. Monday was a little warmer than it had been, but today was like when I got in the car at work, it was honestly, I turned the uh, heat off in the car and mm-hmm. flip it over to air. It was, but it, it was legitimately like 65 degrees. Damn, and that type of change in uh, temperature won't that get you sick? It can, yeah. Yeah, that shit sucks. I can't do it. I, don't get me <laughs> wrong. I, I like the cold. I don't like the freezing cold. Like I can handle thirties, you know, even with a wind chill. But yeah, when yeah, I wake up yeah. and it's fourteen degrees, it's like, man, fuck that shit. Hey, man, you need to come down here. We get all four seasons down here. Ugh. Oh, we do too. You know, I mean, we even got yeah, a, a hell. You get of the worst of all four seeds. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get just awful cold. So, fuck four seeds, man. I'd rather be back in Hawaii and have one season, no, three hundred sixty-five days a year. Fuck no, yes. it gets old. If no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. When have you lived somewhere like that? Uh, every day of my life. <laughs> I, you know, I've always been someone that's always been hot. It's just been the last like yeah. year or two that I actually experienced that cold hot? weather. Part of the Dude, when it hits 70 degrees, I'm miserable. Okay. So fuck your Hawaii. Go take your black sand and go home. Did you uh you lived there for a while, Steve? Yeah, I was I was stationed there about three years. Okay. So you you was in the military with what, what uh division? It was a coasty. Oh, okay. How long? Uh just shy of nine years. Okay. How long you been out? About ten now, just about. Okay, so that explains the uptick in safety around the world. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, the Landover Legend, a.k.a. Big T, and I'd like to thank you for joining me on another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. Uh, today, I would like to introduce my next guest, uh, the host of the B3F podcast. Uh, these two gentlemen recently had me on their show. And it was very interesting as they uh, picked apart my romantic life and, uh, you know, made me feel very welcome to their platform. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'm going to let the guys introduce themselves. Go ahead and uh, let them know who they, who you are. Yep. So I'm Joey. I'm Steven. Yep. And we've been friends for about 25 or 26 years. Ugh. Yeah, I know. We have, yeah. <laughs> Yep, our podcast is uh, like you said, B three F podcast. Uh, we had you on a little bit ago, and it was fucking great time. 
Yeah. And then uh, you somehow wanted us to come on yours. So you know, we're, we're glad to be <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Well, it's always a good thing, uh, you know, when, you know, people jump on the show and have fun. I mean, it's only right to, uh, you know, share in kind. I mean, out of everything that we talked about, the the lingering conversation I got was the talk about M&Ms. And I was just like, come on now. Out of all things, food with sex appeal. Like, really? Yep. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting one, and I and and I almost brought that up uh, on on another show at some point, and, and just decided not to because I didn't want to derail the show. But yeah, but uh, yeah, that was an interesting one. I, I don't, I don't know. I think I probably said when you were with on our shows, like we must be out of problems in, here in the U.S. if that's what we're focusing yeah. on. So. Yeah. What What's funny is I hadn't seen like anything on that until the show where you read that. And then, like, my Instagram feed has been nothing but memes of that shit. It's been, I was like, as as they're listening. Man. Yeah, it's like, it's the craziest thing. Yeah. 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 I still get I mad if I think about it too much. <laughs> I hate when my phone picks up on my conversation and I just get hit with oh, like yeah. constant, like, I, I got a couple of uh, uh, marketing ads for $17.92. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, M and M's like crazy. It was just like, come on now. Yeah, yeah. But so B three F podcast. Tell me how how did you guys start, and uh, you know what inspired you to make that happen? Oh man! So it basically started as we lived in separate places for most of our adult lives. Um, like I said, I moved around a good bit, and then uh, Joey settled up here in Knoxville. How long ago now? Um, almost nine years. Yeah, but anyway, not unintentionally. So I ended up taking a job here um, in Knoxville. So I moved, and we were in the same uh, same city for a change. And yep. we kind of just sat around and, and bullshitted. And he'd been wanting. He's talked about doing a podcast way longer than I because I don't. I don't like podcasts yep. for the most yep. part. I like being on them. I like running my mouth, but I don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> well, I needed someone to do a podcast with me because I knew that I couldn't. I couldn't be Bill Burr and talk by myself for, yeah. for an hour. So, so it kind of became an excuse just to, for us to hang out initially. Like it was like, oh yeah, I mean, I got to go do a podcast with Joey. I'm committed to this, and yeah, it was, just, an, it was a, an excuse for us to gripe about shit. Yeah. And hang out for an hour and, and now, drink. Two and a half years later, I'm still stuck doing this <laughs> bullshit. That's, that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. My wife wouldn't do one with me and yep. Stephen would. So that, that's yep. it. <laughs> hey, that's how you know who your real friends are to sit around with you and talk shit for two hours consistently for no reason. Well, that's kind of the running thing because no one hates us as much as we hate each other but no also no one loves and can tolerate us as much as we can love and tolerate each other yeah 100 <laughs> and it's funny sometimes when when people have been on the show or have listened like man you guys just like the, the shit you guys say and like you cuss so much it's like you're trying to i'm like no this is our conversation right. if nobody else is around i have the worst mouth of anyone that i know yeah um and it just you know it's, it's the same thing like no you have to be was it your brother one oh, time yeah. I was like, it's like, it's, it's like, like Steven's trying to, trying to cuss. Right. Like, no, it's just my natural flow. It is. We, we basically just turned microphones on and recorded our conversations that we yeah. would sit outside and, and smoke and drink and yeah. conversations we would have. And then it evolved into us talking to other people. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the first time I came across uh, your guys show on YouTube, I was just like, this is a regular conversation between friends 
that you can just sit in on, you know what I mean? And the fact that you guys volunteer, you know, by adding a phone line is just, you know, Mm -hmm. giving somebody else a chance to, you know, get a better understanding. But not only that, to say, hey, I feel the same way, too. You know, fuck M&Ms, you know, and all that good shit. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) That's it. That's what we wanted to do. We wanted to just let people hear our conversations and feel like, well, even to the extent that, honestly, like, Stephen does all our audio stuff, and when he when he does goes through the editing, which he doesn't edit content, he just kind of edits, makes it sound pretty, really. But he pans our voices just slightly left and right so that you sound like you're kind of sitting right here between us and listening to it. It's all purposeful. I yeah. mean, it's sound, that sounds it's so pretentious sounding. It sounds that's what I was about douche. to say. It sounds pretentious, but it's <laughs> what it is. It's just the truth. I mean, yeah. we we want to people that listen to feel like they're sitting in a room talking. And then, like you said, the phone line came later and it was like, yeah, hell, if you want to call and, and do the same thing, go for it. Yep. Yeah. And there's, there's some negatives to that, but very few every now and then we get some kids like my stepson's sure. friends that want to be cool and they call and try to fuck with us, but we're way too old and bitter for that to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, I, 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 we are unprank callable. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it. But that's uh, going along those lines, though, it's kind of the, the same approach as we decided to take uh, to guests or with guests is, I mean, we, we have people on. We want them just to be in the conversation, like basically a third host, you know, for the time that they're on. And, you know, we usually start with a super loose interview just to kind of get the ball rolling conversationally. But like we told you, man, just jump in, take sides, talk shit. You know, we just we want it to be like, again, we have you over for fucking dinner or drinks and we're all just bullshitting around the table. That's yep. the vibe we want, even with our guests you know, coming on, not just a, uh, a rigid interview with any type of agenda behind it. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. I was, uh, I was thrown off a little bit cause I, I didn't catch the beginning of your, uh, this most recent episode, but it sounded like you guys had a porn star on there. Yeah. <laughs> retired, but yeah, retired. he was a, he was a retired amateur porn star. Yeah. yeah, I'll say stars. A, a stars a a loose word. Uh, is, yes. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. But I mean, he was in the industry for a while. Dude was absolutely hilarious. I think he I, said twenty years in the industry. Fifteen of that, he was also a performer. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. Uh, he was. A, I'll tell you, I was pleasantly surprised at how the conversation went. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know how it was going to go, but it, he was. He was actually pleasant to talk to. Yeah, so. and I and I one hundred percent made it a point to look at his dick before he came on. <laughs> yeah, that's, true. that's true. Yeah, I was like, I was going through the internet, man. I was like, I gotta find it. Like, there yeah, it is. That's it. That's, that's, I that's think true. that's the first thing I told him too. I congratulated yes, him. That on, is the on first the thing you did. Girth yes. of his dick. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, <laughs> that uh, that was the exact response I expected to hear from you, Steve. So <laughs> no, you no shame, that. man. No shame. <laughs> you know. um when you when you make something as fun as sex into a job it takes you know it takes all the love out of it you know i couldn't i couldn't deal with a fluffer constantly getting on my nerves all day that's one two you know you know i don't want to get to a point to where you know i go to a jack late and you just get a puff you know it's like nah <laughs> you know, that's not worth it you know i'm gonna paint the walls or nothing <laughs> Uh, okay so you you said that uh you guys end up settling in knoxville i'm assuming you uh moved from someplace else like where where you guys uh, originally grew up at well we both grew up um southern middle tennessee yeah Yeah. southern middle tennessee and about like 
our, the towns we lived in were about what, 20, 30 minutes apart. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And, um, we had weird mutual intertwining yeah. friends. We had, um, we had a mutual church friend and that's how we met at about 16 years old. Yeah. And, Started a uh, really shitty band. We did. Yep. Yeah. And, and out of all, out of the four or five friendships we had, this is the only one that stuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that's, that's it. I'm, I'm from Pulaski, Tennessee, and he's from Fayetteville, Tennessee. Well, that's where he lived when we met. I guess you're it's technically from California. But, yeah. But yeah, you grew up in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. But trust me, if there's any better friends out there, I am taking applications. 100%. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, that's his test. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's, uh, you think it's, it'll be feasible, you know, after a certain age, I think for certain people, once they get like, you know, in a 30, it's kind of hard for them to make new friends, at least in my experience, you know? Yeah. All of the friends that I've made over the last 10 years have been accidental. Like, mm. you know, every, every person that, that, well, I mean, a handful of friends over the last two, two, two and a half years that we've been doing the podcast, I've made a handful of friends doing this, that it was all accidental. It was like, I enjoyed collaboration and things like that. But just over time, the, the connection stays there and you, you text back and forth, you bullshit when you're not recording. And before you know it, there's, you have another friend. But see, I, don't I don't want any new friends. That's see, I, don't, I don't consider any of those people friends. I'm friend. I'm we're friendly yeah, acquaintances. Sure. I mean, I like them just fine. But like, but I'm I'm also I've never been one to make a lot of friends like at yeah. all. Um, I generally I can't stand many people for extended periods of time just because I'm a, a, a rage filled asshole. So uh, and I'm and I'm aware of this and. Um, so Joey's a weird exception, but for the most part, like I'm there's people I'll call buddy or safe friend, but I'm really not close to yeah. any, anybody, but yeah. I haven't been for most of my adult life. Yeah. And there's, there's no, there's no other, all of my adult life. Yeah. There's no other friend. Like I'm not, you know, close enough with anyone else the same way that Steven are, but I mean, cause it, it was a legitimate statement when I said no one can tolerate the two of us, but also hate each other as much yeah. as the two of us. 100%. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it really is, is the truth. I mean, yeah. but, um, I I've always had, you know, a handful of, of friends here and there and some fall off and some stay on, but, but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, a couple of people that, that I've met over the last few years that I'm like, yeah, that's a friend of mine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So you guys basically, you know, the step brothers, you know, yeah, more, um, more than I, I think it's only because we started hanging out when we were we became friends when we were so young and like neither one of us just would fucking leave so it's just kind of like this it's more of a time at this point well, than it is actual friendship we we mature we kind of it's like some golden girl shit yeah but we kind of matured i'm blanche because we both got married <laughs> kind of we both got married young um Me and twice. Yeah, you twice young, but no, we both got married young and none of our other people that we were friends with were married. And so there's a little bit of that that you have in common. And so yeah. you can talk to each other and, and bitch about things or whatever. And, and no one else kind of gets it, I guess, for lack of a better well, term. I, but. I think, too, we had a, a very similar vein of shittiness that mm -hmm, we bonded mm -hmm, on. Mm -hmm. Like everybody's got a little bit as friends, but growing up in the church and a lot of the hyper conservative Christian background that we were in yeah. the other kids that are, are teenagers or whatever back then that might've had whatever six sense of humor or whatever, it was still very tame. 
and and there is no line for us yeah so like whereas other people would be appalled by whatever was coming out of my mouth even then joey wasn't so it was this natural gravitation of we could both make a joke around a group of people and you could look around like I could sp- scan the group of people and mouths will be dropped open. And, and I get to Steven. He's laughing his ass off. And it's like, <laughs> OK, well, at least I know what I said made sense and was funny. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't believe it, but we actually do have some self-control on the podcast. Oh, for sure. There's things we've talked about, like, yeah, we can't we can't no, go into that. Yeah. We can't say that, which is bad for it. And that's only because we want to stay employed. Yeah. But um, but Joey and I are the type like for as long as I can remember. Like the day, like a national mm-hmm. tragedy happens, one of us is texting a meme or a joke about it. Yeah, like it's terrible. It like and I would recognize to anyone else the view that they're like, you guys are the worst people I've ever seen. But it's how we have always just been with each other. Like I wouldn't say that even to my wife for some of that shit because she'd be like, that's that's too far. That's yeah. Too my far. wife says the same thing. She said yeah. to me multiple times, like this, this is not your podcast, <laughs> so I need you to turn it off. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. So that was a really I, long I, answer. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. I I, I appreciate the uh, in-depth answers. You know what I mean? It's it's the best way to uh, get a feel for somebody. So listening to that, I understand that you guys also have a, a dark sense of humor. Who who are some of your guys' uh, favorite comedians? Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Um. I'm I'm a big Joseph Jerry, Stalin. Joseph Dude was hilarious. Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Excuse Seinfeld. Me. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm a big Jerry Seinfeld fan. But yeah. but I view him differently than most because most people think of him as a clean comedian and such a nice guy, which he's not though. Like he's really he's not in real life. He's an asshole. But if you listen to his comedy, you can hear all of the anger underlying all of those. <laughs> Have you ever thought about shit? And it's like, you know, he's saying, have you ever thought about it? Because he's fucking pissed about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, Anthony Jeselnik's probably one of the, the darker ones, yeah. but yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big Dan Tom Cummins Segura is a new Dan Cummins. Yeah, yeah. But see, where was like, again, Joey, as far as like podcasts, any type of talk shit, sports, uh, stand up comedy, like that's way more in his domain of stuff that he like. I enjoy it, but I don't take as much time to consume it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's what well, that's all I listen to now is podcasts. Yep. So, so let me ask you this, Steven. So what, what do you enjoy doing? I mean, I know that you like masturbating you know. <laughs> <laughs> only when he's been drinking. Cause that's all he gets. <laughs> I last longer for myself. Um, no, I, as far as me, like I'm music is, is 95% of what I listen to. There's a couple podcasts that I found that I like, um, but otherwise, um, yeah, just music is what I listen to mostly. Okay. During your uh travel um throughout the uh the world when you was in the military, did you come across any music that you uh weren't initially interested in and became a fan of? Yeah, yeah, actually um a lot of stuff I couldn't name. I'm on the spot now. But that's how I discovered a band called the Format. It was an indie rock band. Mm-hmm. It was actually some dude I was stationed with. They're out of Arizona, not international, but um yeah, I mean, there's some some uh, local uh, Hawaiian artists when I was out there um, that were just phenomenal. Like, I'd go and hang out and see them play and stuff. Nobody can go buy their shit because they're not famous. But, right. you know, cool stuff like that. Uh, actually, one of the most recent – I pulled it up on my phone. But um, it's a uh, an African blues uh, – South African blues guy, I think. Was South African? Anyway, but there was one of my uh, cab drivers in New York, or Uber drivers, was driving – I. 
he picked me up and I got in and fucking he flipped the radio and like Ed Sheeran came on. I was like, man, I was like, is this your white people music when you're driving people around? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, put on what the fuck you want to play? I don't give a shit about this. And uh, and he was like, oh, okay. And he put on some some uh, fucking blue shit. And it was some of the coolest shit. It, it was like a, a um, almost like a blend of like traditional like um. I'm gonna say traditional, but like African music, some blues thrown in, and some like French accordion shit. It was this big mashup of shit that shouldn't go together, but it was really, really good. Um, I have to find it, man, and and tell you whatever. But yeah, I haven't heard of this band yet, so yeah, not a band. Well, it was whatever. A, it, was a, it was it was a it was a creator. Okay. <laughs> yeah, content creator. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> man, regardless, um, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of different stuff, but I. I find that the the older I get, the less new music I listen to. Like, I've noticed this pattern with other people too. Like, you find this pocket of music that you like, and as you get older, it doesn't grow. Like when you're younger, you just listen to all this shit and whatever, and then that just kind of that pocket ends up kind of staying in place. And every now and then, I find somebody new that I love. But for the most part, like I'm listening to the same shit I was listening to in you know 1997, you know, <laughs> and, and you know through the. 2000 then a lot of it's because i don't feel like i have time to search for new music when i find it now it's because i'm listening to some apple music or spotify thing on like some station and a band pops up i haven't heard you know that that type of thing is how i discover new music now but who the fuck has time to look for new artists no and any new music that i find is because i hear it in the background of a of a tv show i'm watching or something and and then i just you know shazam it and (laughs) find out who it is and then i look them up so yeah I haven't used Shazam in years. I think I've just been using. Well, I don't either. I use Siri, but Siri's using Shazam. So, <laughs> okay. I think that uh, I realized years ago that I have an old soul. Like people look at me and they assume that all I listen to is like rap and R and B or something like that. But you know, I got Billy Idol on my playlist. I got Shaka Khan on my playlist. I got the fat boys on my playlist. Like, fuck yeah, fat boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my shuffle will confuse the hell out of you if you ever ride in the car with me. So I always <laughs> tell people, hey, man, play whatever you want. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. Music soothes my soul. So, you know, that's how I, I vibe out. Or when someone pisses me off, that's how I put the rage down so I don't end up putting them through a wall or something. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, he says Fat Boys. I automatically think of Disorder at least I'm immediately <laughs> when I hear the Fat Boys now. But I had the, 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 that, the LP though, the big one. Fucking, they were on the, the like the Michael Jackson esque like yeah. leather jackets and shit on the cover of it. Fuck yeah. 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 I just, I never hear anybody drop Fat Boys. You never hear that. Right. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I wish I was born in the 70s so I could have grew up in the 80s. Like, I, I envy the people who grew up in the eighties because it just looked like so much fun, man. It just, it was just so much a- cocaine. <laughs> well, it, it was fun unless you were in conservative Christian area like us, where yeah. where we were scared of AIDS and gay people. <laughs> like that, that's, that's, we were, we were scared of AIDS and gay people. Yep. Yeah, honestly. So, yep, yeah, and the Smurfs. We're you know told that was witchcraft. So, <laughs> the Smurfs. Yeah, oh yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs, which is interesting because not, not, See, was, we had the band on Captain Planet. We, you had a band on Captain Planet. I did really. I never I didn't get into Captain Planet. I didn't I thought it was stupid, but yeah. 
But yeah, no, Smurfs were witchcraft because Gargamel is a sorcerer. And so we weren't allowed to, to do that. Yeah, when we say like conservative, I mean, talking about like crazy, Christian. crazy like, people. Christian. Uh, my mom took all of my, I had every single He-Man and Masters of the Universe toy. And she took every bit of it, put it in garbage bags and threw it away. Like, it's just, you know, yep. that's what she did. But it's also everything's a devil or a demon. Oh, yeah. You know, got to cast out that spirit. Couldn't of go buy Halloween whatever. costumes because witches were going to the stores and praying that demons would possess yeah, people. I'm talking crazy shit, man. Yeah. yeah. I, we're not exaggerating at all. Yeah. <laughs> this is legitimate things that have been said to me. Yeah. It's almost like an Amish lifestyle. Like, and once you got a certain age, you, you went on round Springer and never came back. Yeah. More, yeah. More or less. Yeah. I was uh 15 years old before I was allowed to go and like pick out my own clothes and buy my own clothes. Otherwise the parents just shopped for me, bought what they thought I liked or what they thought I should wear, which was mostly, you know, Levi's and polos, yep. honestly. And then 15 hit and I was able to pick up my own clothes. And that's when the punk rock scene came in and, yep. and, and they weren't very happy about that. So. Okay. So it sounds like once you guys, uh, you know, got to a certain age in your teenage years, you actually started living life for yourselves, the side of what you were being forced to do. So to let me extent. ask you this. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So what was like uh, one of the first, uh, I guess you could say, different type of parties you went to? Or was there ever like a wild party that you went to from your youth that you remember, um, like, you know, memorably? Man, so I was way more straight and narrow than than or than you were. Like in oh, the, yeah, in the sure. late teens, whatever. I stayed through it all the way. I went to Bible school, like full time ministry for a while, like the whole fucking nine. Um, so mine was after the first divorce and all that kind of went to shit. Is I went to that party with Jordan. No, not that oh. one. I'm talking about the one. Oh, with, the one yeah. with us. Yeah. You went to the one with us when, with, with yeah. our friends. Yeah. Yeah. There's strip poker and all kinds of shit going on yeah. at that party. But we were a, we were in our early to mid twenties at that point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I was that was I was late in the game for that shit. I didn't do a lot of go, going to parties as a teenager, but I did have um some friends that I would go over to his house and then when his parents would go to sleep, we'd go up and like take beer from the refrigerator and and raid his packs of cigarettes and and he had pipes and pipe tobacco we just anything that we could do that was beer or tobacco we would take to his room and and do that and smoke pipes smoke cigarettes and drink red dog beer that's what we were drinking (laughs) well you know that comes (laughs) along with it but no i mean that is that and i had a cousin that was you know a little wilder didn't grow up as conservative christian as i did and so we'd go to high school basketball games and and uh We'd have some older friends buy us um, what we have. We had uh, wild turkey and Budweiser, Bud Heavy, wild turkey and Budweiser, and we'd pour it in like a Mountain Dew bottle or something and carry it in the basketball game. That was <laughs> it. So I, I had a I had a church life and I had a, a public yeah. school life because Stephen wasn't in public school, so I had church life and public school life. And, yep. You know that that they didn't really mix. Well. I just remember all my friends in like junior high, high school, you know, coming home and telling stories about finger blasting girls <laughs> under the bleachers at ball games. And I was like, ah, lucky fucks. <laughs> I wish I wish somebody was finger. I wish somebody was finger blasting me under a bleacher, you know. Yeah, you had to say that for science class. <laughs> wow. No comment. <laughs> so uh, uh I'm assuming that uh Joey, you you never got a chance to attend attend like any sex parties or nothing like that. No, 
No, I, I wish did that. No, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't have, but no, <laughs> I, I never, never tended. There, to there wasn't parties. a big scene for shit like that when we were in high school and stuff. I no. mean, there's there are kids that were fucking around, but it mm-hmm. wasn't to the point where kids were getting together and having fuck parties and shit. Like I remember hearing no. about that after, like I got like twenties, mid twenties that that shit was going on, and I was like, but not in our towns, it wasn't. Fayetteville had, had a little bit of that shit going on. Well, that okay, was, I'll give Fayetteville. Fayetteville had a, had, STDs were rampant in Yeah, in we had, at one County point, High. they had the highest uh, teen pregnancy rate per yeah. capita in the U.S. Yeah, but um, But anyway, but I heard about that shit after. I was like, well, where the fuck was that when I was in high school? Like, <laughs> Jesus, that would have been more fun. Yeah. But but just, just no, a bunch of no sex premature parties. loads everywhere. Closest thing yeah. the sex party I ever had was, like, like he was saying, like, early to mid-20s, you know, playing strip poker with with adult friends and then they could spend the bottle with adult oh, friends. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. They could spend the bottle. I think I've all... seen his wife's vagina. Yeah. Yeah. He told me about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. we were playing strip. We, we were all, yeah, yeah, it was all just, it was just yeah. groups of friends and most of the friends were all were married or dating somebody. And so it was just, you know, everybody. Yep. Yeah. I've seen most of my friends naked. Yeah, I guess you can't really say we're friends until we saw each other naked, I guess. Yeah. No. We we won't get that close, guys. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> God damn it. Well, shit. I have I wore the fancy the fancy boxers. Well, that's all the time we got for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I um I I had this client, a massage client of mine, and I come to find out she was a madam. And I was 25 at the time and she uh she wanted me to uh I guess I don't know if she was trying to hook me up with her niece, but she she gave me like a specific list of things that her niece required of me and I told her I couldn't do it. <laughs> so she um she paid me my usual rate, but she wanted to tip me and she didn't have any cash on her. And I was like, don't worry about it. She was like, no, no, no. I got to get you to come to, you know, one of my events. So she gave me uh, this invitation and told me, you know, come to it next Saturday or whatever. So I arrived to this house and it's like, um, it's like an hour away from where I live at the time. And it's like the rich part of town and Mm -hmm. the driveway. um, I want to say was at least two miles long, something like that. Jesus. Yeah, so I, I pull up, and it's this huge fountain and a big circle around the fountain, and it's all these fancy cars and stuff. I'm driving this 03 Ford Explorer, and I'm pulling up next to G-Wagons and Ferraris and shit like that, and I'm just like, yeah, I think I was supposed to park around back or something because, you know, my <laughs> car doesn't match, right? So walk up to this door. The door is as big, almost as big as my house, at least two stories, right? Yeah. And lady comes to the door, butler outfit. She's like, invitations, please. I give her the invitation. She takes my coat. I walk into the foyer. And this girl on a leash comes walking in with a guy behind her. And directly behind her was like a girl in a French maid's outfit with with Mm -hmm. the ass out. And she mm-hmm. has a tray with shots, and on 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 one side, on the other, on in another portion is cigars, and then the the third the, uh, the third side it was pills. And I was like, uh, I think I'll take a cigar. 
I walk into the living room section and it's this huge couch with just people naked, fucking getting sucked, all this crazy shit. And I'm 25 years old. It's taking me five minutes for my brain to catch up and process what I'm seeing. Right. But I can't, you know, I can't freak out, you know? So I'm just like, okay, this is different. A lady walks up to me, completely ass naked, pasties on. And she said, I would like to suck your dick, lady. You look cute. And I said, okay. And she walked off and I was just like, yeah, this is, this is too much. This is, this is, <laughs> it's, it's stimulation overload, right? So I go out, I go out to the balcony and there's a bar made of ice mm-hmm. and the bartender is, you know, he's cutting tips off cigars, he's lighting them. And when he's pouring the drinks, he's pouring the drinks onto the ice and they go into the glass that they already got pre-set up. Right. So everything's chill. And I'm just like, man, this is some fancy shit. <laughs> and <clears throat> this light-skinned girl walks up to me and said, uh, are you a friend of Beverly? And I said, yeah. She's like, oh, she's looking for you. And I go into the room where she is and she's sitting on this throne with like, she has like this whip in her hand. It's like dominatrix set on. And she's like, hey, come in, meet my friends. And it's like eight girls and this one guy. He has on like a ball gag. And he's in the middle of all these girls getting spanked and dripping. That's some eyes wide shut shit, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I don't have to excuse and, myself in a moment. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just trying to not embarrass myself because I just want to like grab an ass and titty and you know mingle and all that but she's like you know telling me introducing me to these girls and all this other stuff and it's like you know it's no shame um we got different rooms for different kinks and all this other shit and I'm just like uh I'm I'm not ready to be naked in front of all these people and she was like that's no that's fine that's fine let me let me show you my niece so I see her niece and her body was amazing. Her face didn't match her body. So, (laughs) (laughs) so they make masquerade masks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It, it, it took a while for me to get ready, but I ended up, you know, knocking her down, but that whole experience (laughs) was like, (laughs) her face was that bad. (laughs) Uh, My, My favorite part of that is like, it was a very detailed, Strike laid out like a full visual. I pictured all of it, and he's like, and I'm knocking that down. It was just this harsh, <laughs> great ending to that story. Yeah, I mean, because I, I just, I, I, I could was 25 years old going into yeah. that. It'd be a whole lot of <laughs> pointing and laughing. <laughs> it, it wasn't even that. It was just how casual everybody was. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You 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 would need so much repetition to get to that point. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to be that person. Like, maybe the wildest thing I ever did was when I threw. A, I used to throw paint parties uh, at my first apartment, and that was different. But you know, I was tired of doing the same old everyday thing, and not yeah. everybody was, you know, accustomed to it. So that it made it, it made it more engaging for you know meeting new people and at the same time you know stop doing the same old same old rigor and more you know what i mean yeah 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 hmm. paint parties you know what that is all right i mean yep. i got an idea yeah <laughs> yeah i okay. got an idea we used to hear a lot about key parties um as an adult i used to hear about 
people in, in Pulaski doing key parties. And, yeah, that's and, that's old school sex parties. Yeah, and then watch parties, key parties. But uh, yeah. the the uh, key party group in Pulaski ended up getting broken up because I found two guys in the room, just the two of them, <laughs> and two that's, two husbands in the room fucking each that's other. That's Pulaski. And, yeah, and uh, so that was the end of the key parties. So. Jesus. So that's what broke it up, not the uh, other menageries. <laughs> no, no, that was it. Was the two once once you cross that line, that's it in, yep. in a small southern town. So yeah, sir. Not not as bad nowadays. Not but, as bad now, no. But that's mainly because there's a lot more lesbians around, and guys guys yeah. in the southern town tend to be a lot more okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this day and age, it's like, hey, it is what it is. You know, you can't. You can't change who somebody, uh, you know, cares about or love. So yeah. the best way you could do is just accept them for who they are and, you know, don't let it bother you. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, I, I find it ironic and, and hilarious to me because, I mean, there's the South definitely still has a lot of stigma in certain areas. And one of them, there's still a lot of like homophobic people. But you go to any backwoods truck stop in the South and there's all kinds of call Jimbo can suck a good dick and has got a phone. Like there is so much undercover dick sucking going on in bathrooms and backwoods, but nobody was like, no man, I ain't one of them gays. While like just the night before they were sucking some dude's dick in a truck. Stop. Well, it's, it's one of those things is like truck, truck stop gays aren't gay. It's just like, uh, you know, prison gay and gay. It's, right. It's convenient. But, no, but I just, I find it funny because there's so it's, a, it's so much closeted fear oh, of that stuff is, because it, it of the is, general yeah thing i'm like dude if you like sucking dicks at a truck stop suck dicks at a truck stop be proud of that shit right yeah yeah be like yeah. i'm i made 15 cents fucking <laughs> sucking 20 dicks <laughs> you, don't, yeah. you don't have to announce it to the world but you don't have to hide it either yeah exactly thing. You know, yeah. whatever yeah it, it is it is it's a true legitimate homophobia in the south it is in, in, in. well there's a, a large degree of uh, at least what's outwardly and i think this is how guys are rate. i don't fucking know but it's like um, I don't want to be around gay people because then I might be gay. Like it's that weird thing. Like they have some questioning shit, I think going on inside themselves. And they're worried that if they're around some other gay dudes, they're going to suddenly just turn gay. Yeah, I'm like, it, if you're it, worried it about that, gay. you might be a little gay. Well, that's I mean, totally it's, fine. It's the same with politicians. You find that, that politicians and, and preachers that the ones that rail against homosexuality are all, also the ones in, in most bathrooms. bathrooms tapping the feet. So yeah, 100%. I mean, I think that's just, I think, a lot of times, like I said, in the conservative world, especially the Christian world, and like you said, pastors, politicians, yeah. and the ones that rail against something the hardest are usually the ones that are, are doing that shit in the back rooms and not telling anybody. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you got a pastor railing, like you said, railing against uh, like uh, homosexuals, homosexuals from yeah. the pulpit, and you know they're getting you know shit going on, or they're banging kids, or whatever the fuck else they're doing. Like they're. It's almost like they have to yell louder to cover up the fact that whatever they're ashamed of in the background. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's old. That so was a saying. weird tangent, but I just, it makes me mad whenever it, it I does. Think about it, 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 yeah, it, it does. So, but I don't know. It's an yeah. old saying guilty dogs bark the loudest. So. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sorry so, about that tangent there, T. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. I was just about to ask what, what was one of your, uh, most memorable topics that you guys covered on the show uh flat earth is the first one that comes yeah, to mind yeah flat earth yeah flat earth was a great episode um 
I'm trying to think of something that wasn't a whole show. So we talked about it. We talked about a news story about um, some monkeys that were revenge killing oh, that's dogs. That's still my favorite thing. Yeah. So there's a. In this in, was not that long. Ago. No, yeah, it was about four weeks or so ago. But there's a, a, a village in India where a dog killed a baby monkey, a wild baby monkey, and two monkeys from the I guess pack of monkeys, whatever, went on a revenge killing spree and of killed dogs. All the dogs in the village killed like them. killed like. 200 over 200 dogs and they were what they were doing is grabbing the dogs climbing up to the top of high buildings or trees and then throwing them off yeah, uh, yeah. wow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that, they fi- they finally stopped them because they were trying they were starting to get try to grab kids is when the yeah yeah that's them. that's yeah. when they in in a couple people from the village went and killed yeah. the two monkeys, that's my favorite so. story but as far as topics as, as far as a full so. conversation a full episode topic then flat earth was it so. I mean, we've gotten to uh, with some of our guests uh, tell us some shit there. That whole cliche of like, like, fuck, I haven't told anybody this shit. Like, I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. And we've had that for yeah, a few different, excuse me, a few different guests. Um, a couple of our bigger guests, actually, Jane Nielsen and Will Willis, both at one point in time, were like, oh, I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. But yeah, <laughs> and, and those are yeah, those are two guys that are on, you know, on TV that have legitimate careers to lose. So. Right. But, you know, then Jay Nielsen always, for whatever reason, he loves to come and just. Yeah. Well, he, he told, but he told us on the last show, like, I was like, man, we appreciate you coming back on. And he was like, I've been trying to fuck. He goes, what do you say? I've been trying to ruin my trying reputation to ruin my for 25 years yeah. now. He goes, what the fuck's the matter if I come on here? Right. That's, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, that, yeah, I mean, flat earth or, you know, random crazy news stories that we've had. Yeah. So. Because the, that's the thing is, is topic wise, every episode just runs the gamut. Like we don't tend to focus on one thing. So we've had some interesting conversations with some really cool people. Yeah. But for me, like other than like you said, like the flat earth thing where we spend two hours talking about flat earth shit, um, have, you know, there's just there are so interwoven. And I can't remember what I did fucking yesterday, yeah. much less we've <laughs> talked about the last two years. Well, I don't know. It's one of those things like where we will have any guest on that we think may be interesting and some that we don't. And well, some that we, it's a toss up, like, well, who, who knows how this is going to go. But I, I think, you know, and to say something positive about us, I think we're pretty good at talking about anything. Yeah. Like there's no topic with us. There's no topic you could bring up right now with us that we wouldn't talk about. Yeah. Or be uncomfortable. Or be, we, we would be uncomfortable with it or whatever. And, and we'll say anything that we think. And even at the risk of being wrong and, and yeah. having, mm-hmm. you know, a wrong thought about it. I mean, I've said it about a mutual acquaintance of ours, Andre, before. Is like, I like talking to Andre because Andre will ask me crazy stuff that he says. I, you're one of the few people I can ask it to because I'll answer it. Yeah. But I also am willing for him to say, yeah, but this is really what this is reality. And I'm willing to have my mind changed about something. Yeah, sure. Stephen said, well, I'm, I'm willing to be wrong. Uh, I'm just not usually. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're I don't know. We're pretty good at getting people to talk about things they wouldn't normally talk about. Yeah. And, and we're not really trying to do that either. It's just kind of where the conversation goes. Yeah. But I think that comes hand in hand with just that really informal uh, non, you know, structured type of thing where we just talk and like, we don't have an agenda in, in speaking with whoever we have on. Like we don't have a way that we're wanting it to go or a way we want them to sound like we just, well, that's talk, like but. the guest we had almost a year ago. He's a pro- professional hockey player, but not NHL level. This he's is one like, of the only episodes we edited. We've only, edited, one of the only, we've, only we've pulled one and edited two. 
Yeah. In two years. And, um, but he was on and we really didn't talk a lot about hockey. And afterwards, what he said, he's like, this was, I really enjoyed this because you didn't make me talk about hockey the whole time. And I'm like, well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to ask you some hockey questions, but outside of that, it's kind of wherever it goes, it goes. Everybody that's watching knows you play hockey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he was one afterwards, like, and he was pretty professional for the most part, a couple of little slips, but um, some of the content we got into, he was like, guys, because I know you don't edit, but I'm going to get in so much trouble with the league over this. And I really oh, yeah. want him. And he was a great goalie. And so, like, yeah, we're not going to let him get suspended on our behalf. So we we yeah. we broke our rule and edited that episode. But yeah, but since then we 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 tell everybody up front, like, look, we don't edit. Yeah. So whatever you say, you got you got to own yeah. it. And I think in the <laughs> early days, one of the biggest not struggles, but um, we didn't make clear a lot of times how we did stuff. We like, oh, you want to be a guest and come on? And we had a couple people that came on expecting like an interview yeah and so like the first part would be super like awkward awkward and boxy and start and stop start and stop so we've tried to like communicate ahead of time like hey jump just jump the fuck in it's gonna be a loose interview but we really just want you to hang out yeah because we have a bad habit of arguing like having a guest on them sitting there and us start just arguing with each other (laughs) over some shit and we're not in the like because we've had some people comment and be like Talk, you have a guest talk to your guest i'm like the guest can jump in if he wants to but right, right now right. i'm sick of your stupid ass <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's it we really just have guests on to settle scores really <laughs> yeah it's uh the, the break up the tie basically you know the decision that's maker. It. Yeah. yeah so so i think that um i think that people when they you know decide or agree to come on the show It'd be smart to do your own research because you could be walking into a setup. And I, I yeah. find that, uh, I don't want to say I, I lazy, but sometimes it's just like, you know, if I if I set something up with you today and three weeks go by and I'm like, hey, man, did you get a chance to check out, you know, any previous episodes? And I send you links to the stuff and they say no. It's just like, OK, I wonder how this is going to go. You know what I mean? So that can that can kind of deter you from wanting to, you know, go about, you know, what you're trying to do, especially if you're trying to interview somebody. But not everyone that has the decency or the wherewithal to to do something like that, you know. So, I mean, you ever get like that with some people like, you know, you expect them to, I guess, live up to their end of the bargain and just do whatever. No, I think as far as. And, and I might be misinterpreting, so I'm going to go both both ways. Uh, when we have guests on, Joey tends to more than me, but depending on the type of guest will depend on the type of research, if any, that, that we'll do. Like a lot of times, if it's another show that'll come on, like we'll check out a few clips, get a read up on what's going on with them. And that's about it. But a lot of times, if it's um, uh, like we had a, a comedian, uh, it's been a while now, but clean comedian, it'd be a really great guest. But um, I went to his website and read his bio, but that was the fucking it. Like, I just, yeah. but because we like coming in just like we're just meeting you, right? Like, you just came in, man, like, hey, how's it going? Let's sit down, let's bullshit, whatever. So it starts it off without that agenda, I think. But on the flip side, when we have guests coming on and I'm like, hey, you need to listen to a show, yeah. at least one episode before you come on. So you know what the fuck you're getting into. Yeah. And then when people don't and they're like, uh, that's pretty uncomfortable. And um, we've only had a couple of people that at least told us up front they vetted us ahead of time. Yeah. 
Um, cause I'm, <sighs> I'm sure more people have and just don't say it, but I mean, it's been a couple of people, like we had a guy Trevor on and he wanted us to be on his show, but he does another show with a guy named Troy and he wanted us to be on that show as well. And Troy was like, ah, I got to check these guys out first yeah. before, before he, before he would even be on our show or even let us on, yeah. on their which joint show, which I me. get it. That's fine. Like, but we you know, usually if we have someone on and they have a podcast a couple of days leading up, if I don't know them and I, so I don't know anything about them a couple of days leading up, I'll listen to a couple of, I'll, I'll listen to like one or two old episodes and then one or two new episodes to get a feel for their show. Yeah. Um, I also do that if we're going to be a guest on, but as far as like, I, I, there's nothing in their shows that I could hear and make me go, Nah, I don't want them to be on here yeah. or I don't want to go on their show. Like, yeah, like, I'll still talk to anybody. Yeah. Like having a guest on, like I said, I like going in blind for the conversation standpoint. Like I like it. Like I'm just meeting you for the first fucking time. Like I like that, that flow of it. And again, depending on, on what it is, but, uh, and I don't expect like if somebody's coming on our show, I just want them to be aware of what they're walking into because yeah. content wise, like our show gets fucking rough. Like you've, you know that. And like mm -hmm. some people, it's a little bit much for, them, you know, and we've been pretty fortunate. And that's how it was with uh, Pete. It was like, we, we have a thing that we do on occasion called the bag of shit. And it's got it's random, random topics, topics that are, that are in there. And, and we'll just pull a topic out and then we'll read it and whatever it makes you, you don't even have to talk about the topic. You really just kind of talk about whatever it makes you think. Right. And then we just talk about it. And I think we pulled he out pulled puppet, we porn. Pulled puppet porn. That's yeah, what it was. It was puppet <laughs> porn came out and he was uncomfortable. Because Which if you're out there listeners and you're curious on what it is, just Google it. It's totally fine. Do it at work. Nobody yeah. will care. Yeah. And pup, pup play pup came play. out yeah. one, one time. So yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, <clears throat> but yeah, but we, but the, the thing is too, though, as far as us researching, you know, people coming on and we really don't vet. I mean, our whole thing is if you come on and you're respectful, we'll listen to whatever the fuck you have to say and have a comment. That doesn't mean we'll agree. And that doesn't mean we won't ask or whatever, but as long as the respect is shown on either way, like, well, talk, like I would talk to, we've said yeah. this before. I'll talk to anyone. I don't give a shit who it is. I'll talk to the head of a fucking Muslim extremist group. I'll talk to the head of the KKK. I don't give a fuck. If you if yeah. you'll come on and have a conversation with me and you can be respectful the whole time, I'll talk to anybody. I don't give yeah. a shit who it is. Yeah. If you're respectful, I'll be respectful. But if you, you know, I, I won't let you just make asinine statements. Well, yeah, that's without challenging it. But, yeah. you know, but that's I mean, that's it. That's we expected the flat earth one. We expected the guy to be a bit of a jerk and it was going to. It's like, honestly, it was kind of like, well, this could be a really fun episode because if he's going to be a jerk, that means then we could actually be a jerk too. Yeah. And yeah, we've and never he wasn't. Been, he was super respectful, but he just we, was we saying were, we crazy were, shit. No, we were a dick to a couple of his buddies that tried to call in that were assholes. But, oh, yeah. But not yeah. to him. Not to him, no. But my whole thing is like, I'll never be an asshole to you if as long as we got that baseline of respect and conversation going. Like, you can challenge me, I can challenge you. And we're adults, right? That's part of an adult conversation is I'm not getting pissed off because you disagree with me. Like I believe what I believe and I can back that shit up and I'm willing to have my mind changed. Like Joey said, but let's, you know, talk about it. You right. don't be an asshole and cry about shit. Right. <laughs> the, uh, the guy who talked about flat earth, do you remember his name? David Dave. Weiss. Yep. David Weiss. Real nice. Flat guy. Earth. Flat earth. Dave. Yeah. Yep. He'll, uh, yeah. It, have him on your show, man. I'm not oh, even yeah, joking. He'll come on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I interviewed him last year. 
Oh, oh did you? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did too. Little, just, just over a year ago. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very interesting guy. Yes. Um, we talk. We talk. <laughs> we we talk analytics. Uh, you know, outside of the show, and it was interesting. But you know, I'm I'm all about the proof is in the pudding. You know what I mean? So yeah. I I believe what I can see and improve for myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what has been? some of the highlights since you guys started this show i mean you said it's been over a little over two years now so you know what is something that you sat back and said man that this is this is great because of you know this particular situation every night when i get to go home (laughs) after the show is over uh because of our jobs and and families all of our growth has been purely organic yeah because we don't put any of the stuff on our personal social media pages for the most i think you do because you don't have let family on your instagram yeah. but like you're not on facebook i am but i don't put any of our show stuff on my personal uh yeah, so our facebook. growth has been slow but it's been consistent yeah, very very slow painfully slow at times but it's been consistent and, and surprisingly the video has really we get more attention from the video than we yeah. than we do the audio version of anything yeah so I, I think for me though as far as like crowding moments it's two things one and this is just me sucking my own dick, but it's like, I've always been proud of how from the get go, the sound quality of the show, right? Mm-hmm. It's never, like, it's gotten better, but even in the beginning, it wasn't fucking garbage. Um, and then I think just on, from my standpoint is some of the guests that I've managed to get on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck they, you know, I've never had anybody, you know, a list movie star on, but you know, a couple big TV guys that we've had, you know, yeah. come on and they had a great time. A couple of them have repeated, you know, came in on the show as guests and and i think that and then just some of the um some of the guests we've had on and the conversations they've been with, like the serious like legitimate mm-hmm. conversations on top of all the fucking craziness like we've had some heavy ass fucking conversations oh, yeah. on this show um uncomfortable ones for a lot of people and yeah. we've heard that from them like never had a conversation like never been able to talk about this shit like on a show before like this has been great that's just yeah so in one so we started it last year, and once a quarter, we get we have Andre and Easy, who are from the Juxtaposition Debate, and something from the weekend, and then a guy named Josh Dunn, who's in Australia, and then the two of us. And so there's five of us, and we represent four countries and three continents, and we come on here and talk. I mean, I think one one the first half of one show we did, it was all just you know being uh, the two of us being challenged because we live in a country where guns are so freely purchased and and had and josh you know being from australia it's like i don't get it i don't understand i would be terribly uncomfortable if i were in a room with another gun you know with a gun in the room and so it's just conversations like that and yep. that was the first when 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 um i can't remember if andre pitched it or what but when he pitched the thought of that i was like well that's gonna be you know that i can't imagine that too many podcasts are doing you know five four countries three continents thing conversation but yeah let's see how it goes and we liked it so much that we try to do it once every you know three months or so so yep it just sucks because we're the ones that have to get up at fucking six in the morning to do it yeah 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 show starts at seven for us we still live stream it and it starts at seven for us but so, whatever <laughs> so that means drunk by nine that's, that's, that's it that's, that's it that's it and that's the thing we drink on every episode so when we do that one yep, 7 a.m but we're still drinking we try to make it light though we do mimosas or something like that tequila sunrise one time yeah yeah 
Yeah, you call it uh three the hard way, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. We even did, we yeah. even created a, a special intro music for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. We gotta find that. Yep. <laughs> but I and I will say as far as the other thing I dig about the show, and this is I will not compliment him often at all, but um he did an intro bumper for us not long ago that's fucking fantastic. But all of our intro music and most of um any audio you hear in here music wise he's he's programmed and, and and put together so yeah i put it together and then steven makes it sound pretty yeah so wow you just you just you had to say that through gritted teeth huh steven <laughs> i did well there's a few things if it's sincere i can compliment him i uh, but the, there aren't many areas i will because yeah. he's a piece of shit <laughs> well, that's true <laughs> yeah okay so who is uh somebody uh one day you hopes to bring on the show like Ryan like, fucking Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh I mean Ryan. yeah sure I can name some A-listers like that sure but I think the two of us would really love to have Mike Herrera who's the yep. being being a realistic and kind of one that we both agree on yeah. cuz he's the lead singer of of one band that has kind of stuck with us ever since we were teenagers just kind of the first band that kind of yeah. blew us away when we heard it and and we'd like to have him on so far yeah. no luck yeah but, tell me real realistically yeah yeah realistically my career but yeah sure i'll I, but see i love comedians if, so i'd like to have you know you tell me any comedian and i'd probably go yeah i'd love to have them on you know? jeff Dunham. jeff Dunham. i'd talk to jeff Dunham. Yeah. i talked to his puppets no <laughs> 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 nah, yeah i mean jeff fox i'd love to talk to to bill burr i'd love to talk to any of those. I mean, Anthony Jeselnik would never do it, but no, no. Yeah, I'd love to talk to. I'd love yeah. to talk to Burt Kreischer. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if Ryan Reynolds ever comes on the show, I will quit that night. It'll be my last show ever. <laughs> I will. I will go out <laughs> on that point and be like, "Fuck it, I'm done." And I'll ask him to co-host. Do it. <laughs> oh man, he his facial expressions, man, they take me out every time. Like mm-hmm. even in even in a serious role, he you know he's him. And Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy has yeah. a direct yeah. connection to my funny bone. And I I don't want to meet him because I don't want my impression of him to ever fade away. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like you just want a photo of him because you can't disappoint a photo. See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like when he touches your funny bone, Ryan Reynolds touches my tingle button. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it would be dope to sit down and have a conversation uh, just about everyday life because he's he's had thousands of interviews probably and mm-hmm. you know he doesn't want to get into his background and, and you know repeat his right. accolades and answer the same questions so you know I'd be like you know what you watching on Netflix what you think about Cobra Kai you know shit like that yeah yeah oh Bill Cosby yeah <laughs> yeah. There's a new okay. doc. There's a new docu series coming out about him on I think Hulu. Care. Oh, I care. I know you do. I really want to watch that. You love Bill yeah. Cosby. I do love as I can, a as a but, performer. I, I, was gonna I, say, but I can say, I can I can separate the art from the artist. <laughs> I own I own the vinyl of 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 his stand up special himself. <laughs> that shit he did with the Quaaludes. That's some top notch work right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can separate the art from the artist and. All right. If we're all three honest uh-huh. and you got the opportunity to interview Bill Cosby, would you? Yeah, yeah exactly. See? Yeah. Yeah. I have drinks at the band. Cautiously. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Bill. I'll pour. No, don't worry. I'll pour. I'm good. 
the, the views <laughs> the views and the opinions of the b3f podcast is not reflected of the i can't make this up podcast yeah <laughs> no 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 that's well look anyone listening to this if you if, if you hear how we are this is this is this how is, our this show is, is. Show. this is how we are yeah then hopefully hopefully you can hear the sarcasm and the you know yeah. no honestly like I've, I've told joey i would love one of my top it no one specifically i would love to have a serial killer on the episode like interview like prison time i don't give a shit but i would love to talk to a serial killer yeah fucking awesome yeah i would too just to show people they're not that bad you know they're just guys Especially if they've especially if <laughs> well, especially if they if they have admitted to their crimes, because then you can actually ask them about it. Right. And say whatever. Well, yeah. You know. they, you know, convicted, I, well, convicted or not, if they haven't admitted to it, then right. they may not. No, I want to convict themselves. Yeah. No, I think it would be an interesting conversation. Oh, for sure. I just look at his face. I was like, yeah, they're just they're just normal guys, just like the rest of us. They just, they, just and a, they put their pants on one leg at a time, yeah, and then they, they just, kill people. They just have a bloodlust. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> So, not that I know this offhand, but you can contact public defenders to get in contact with people like that. Not yeah. that I know this offhand. Yeah, I know. I know. I've, yeah. I've, I've done some looking. I just haven't. Uh, <laughs> I've been too lazy. Let's put it that way. I just haven't fallen through. Yeah, I just think most serial killers are, probably aren't using public defenders. So, it'll be a little mm-hmm. harder, I think. But still. So. Oh, well. So many options. Oh, some, some of them do. That's why they yeah, some of them they're do, in yeah. jail. <laughs> and the, I'm just the, saying, the, I like I like I'd like to talk to people that people don't usually talk to. Yeah. 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 I guess if you ate somebody's face, you're not really making too many friends. So right. You got yeah. that. Yeah, and, and I'm just saying, and if you're in that environment, other than out of like sensationalized news shit, how many people are wanting to sit down with someone like that? And willing to have a conversation about not necessarily the crimes they committed, just a general conversation, yeah. which the crimes would be come up in that, I'm sure. But I just it's fucking cool. Yeah, I like it. Like, what do you like to eat for breakfast the morning after that kind of <laughs> right. stuff? Yeah. 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 Well, Interesting. I guess I guess the best way to do that is to have someone going blind, you know, mm-hmm. like. If you don't tell anybody about this this person's background <clears throat> and you guys sit down and have a conversation or whatever and they bring it up, you know, mid interview or mid conversation, it's like, okay, that's a test of your grit. Are you gonna run? Or are mm-hmm. you gonna, you know, stick through it? You know, me personally, <laughs> yeah. if uh, you know, I interview somebody and then, you know, their assistant comes on and says, you know, not many probably not many people will talk to somebody who ate forty five, you know, people's faces off and I'm just like, Oh, that's different, you know, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shrug it off. Like it is, it isn't, you know, haunting or can be considered haunting. But if I can have a conversation with a person and not know their background, then, you know, like Steven said, they just somebody who did something that was horrible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But doesn't mean you can't communicate with them like a, a you know, a human being. So I'm saying. Right, sure. And that's when I say that I'll talk to anybody, not even just that example, like regardless of what a piece of shit you have been or are or going to be or, or whatever, you're still a human fucking being. Yeah, you might be a, you might chance. be an absolute piece of garbage. Who, that's not what I said. <laughs> you might be an absolute piece of garbage that needs to be burning in hell, but you're still a human being. And I can still have a conversation with you. That doesn't mean I think we live in a time 
that like just being able to sit and have a conversation like that is seen as an endorsement of the behavior as opposed to just right. a conversation. You know, like if we're sitting there and the guy's like, oh, yeah, I just fucking I hate I hate bitches. They remind me of my mom and I'm going to kill them all. I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking totally like that. <laughs> that's an issue. But if I'm like, oh, man, that's fucked up. Like, why? And yeah. we're and we're just talking about it. But people would be like, oh, you didn't tell him that's, yeah. you know, you didn't tell him he needs to be in prison. You asked him questions. You must condone his behavior. It's like, no. Well, and that's the society. We've kind I didn't of say high five, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's the away society we've kind of moved to. We, it's no longer OK to, to just not be a bad person. You have to now be anti bad people. Right. And that's, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah. And so I think that that's I don't know. It's 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 such an odd thing to me. Yeah. Like people expect you to come out and take us like we've even people with. Well, we've had David Weiss on. I'm sure you got that, too. But people are like, how come you didn't argue with him? Why didn't you come back with this? Because I told Joey, I'm approaching it like he's like I'm intently listening to every word he has to say and which was fine um like and we'd be like why didn't you argue because there wasn't a need to argue he was sharing what he had and i was listening to what he had and we had a conversation about it that doesn't mean i'm in but we the same reason you don't argue with children i mean they say enough to to yeah well i'm not even talking about him specifically like that i just meant in general because we had people um, that were being like, ah, you guys are just these piece of shit, stupid globers. You're just, you know, your wolves pull over your eyes. You believe in the globe earth. And then people are like, oh, you stupid piece of shit, flat earthers. You guys oh, are yeah. stupid. We got like, it from both sides. We, didn't, we just, we just talked to the guy, but right. you know, it's, and that's a very small example, but you know, you, you can't, you can't win as far as if somebody doesn't like something that somebody else right. has to yeah, say that's, that's... by talking to them, they just assume endorsement. Like, I don't know. It's a very yeah. strange thing to me. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it is. A that was a we completely did, did. random tangent. I well, no, we, we, we got it from both sides of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. And if you, you know, if you don't like the way somebody stands on it, I don't know. Just take your music off Spotify or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my whole retort to that would be if you feel that passionately about it, then prove him wrong. Right. He'll give you a Bitcoin if you do. Right. That's what he said. He said, if you can prove him wrong, if you can prove that the earth is round, then, then he'll give you a Bitcoin. Yeah. But but the that, but that's the catch 22 is like you can argue with signing or anything, yeah. but the fact the bottom line for any the argument bottom line like is that, everything that's not flat earth is fake and gay. That's the bottom <laughs> line. That's what they said. Yeah. No, but like bottom line is like as a normal the state that I'm in as, as a grown man and my educational everything, I haven't been to space. I can't tell you, right. you know. With the resources that I have personally to myself, not research that's been done by other people, I can't prove shit. I can't prove to you that fucking, you know, the fucking uh, microbes exist. Right. I don't have the technology to do that shit. I just have to believe X, Y, and Z. And it's the same thing. So you can't prove. You can give equations and other people's examples, but like, well, but you prove it. Yeah, I can't. Right. Yeah. Oh, well. I can't even convince anybody that I'm a good person. <laughs> no. You don't even have equations for that. <laughs> so what's one thing that everyone believes to be myths that you guys actually believe in? Like, who, for example, uh, Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. You believe in Nessie? No, no, I used to. I did. At one point I believed in, in the Loch Ness monster. Hmm. Cause it made sense to me, but you I mean, fucking alligators are fucking dinosaurs man yeah makes sense to me that something could live there but no sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you i just i couldn't get nessie i couldn't get Loch Ness out of my mouth quick enough 
<laughs> That's my only, nickname for Steven. It's the only thing you've tried to get out of your mouth quickly. <laughs> How about so you, myth, So it's something that, that, that most people think is a myth that we still believe in. Is that, that the quite correct? Yeah. Before Joey interrupts you like a fucking asshole? Yeah, like, like mermaids. Okay. 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. Everyone believes that's a myth. I think it really happened. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you watch the show Friends, it never happened, but still. <laughs> wow. No, I, I don't know. I, I'm, you I'm made not... me sound a little nicer with that one. <laughs> no, I'm just, I could have went way worse. Well, I, I, I doubt it back and said 9 11. I know. Um, I, I'm I'm not a huge conspiracy. Th- I like to I like to hear conspiracy theories, but I don't dig into it and try to, you know, figure it out or believe it or whatever. So there's not there's not a lot of things that people think are myths that I'm like, no, 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 that's definitely true. Yeah. So I don't know. Yep. True I, love weights. Yeah. I see. I'm I'm into the conspiracy thing a, a little more. Um, yeah. But but I'm also very indifferent because again, it's like it, it might be, it might not be. Yeah. Um, I do have a pretty hearty, I don't know if it's a belief or a hope belief in aliens. Oh, yeah. And I think there's still a really good chance there's some big ass fucking dinosaurs in the ocean. Yeah, those okay. are those are those are my big two. Like Godzilla type or you like Meg? Like like Megalodons type okay. of shit. And in the in some of the remote jungles that haven't explored, there could be some fucking T-Rexes running around still. We don't know. Okay. Yeah. Joey also doesn't believe in the Holocaust. Like I said, I could have made it worse. <laughs> yeah, let's skip over that. Uh... <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> I um, I've I've been interested in this talk around Alaska. How there's this one? I mean, not Alaska, but Antarctica. That this one mm-hmm. section of the planet that globally has a band on it and there's yep. always there's different talks about like ice creatures or some shit that's up there and i'm just like if everyone agrees that no one should go there there's something there you know what i mean <laughs> like i just don't know what you know what i mean that's the only argument that flat earth people make that is actually um interesting to me that's the only thing like that's the only thing that makes me go huh something's being hidden there could be missile silos could be ice creatures could be the ice wall i don't know but there's something strange there. everybody just finally all the governments just said yeah 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 let's not let anybody go here yeah that's the only compelling thing that flat earth people have said i almost got a job in antarctica one of the scientific research stations down there good for you yeah i wanted to go for that reason not that i've gotten to see anything cool but just in case yeah just in case it would have been a shitty fucking job though I had a way to be professional. Yeah, it's my son. I have the ringer on in case the. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, family. my apologies for that. No, family. Family comes first, you know. So, I always thought to myself that um, I couldn't work for the government because I'm the type of person that's going to like, you know, get assigned to Area 51 or some crazy shit like that. I, I just have too much of a bad luck to not have some wild shit happen to me, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, when I was in just the short time, and this is, like I said, why I buy into a lot of this shit, but um, uh, when I was, I was stationed in Baltimore, you know, for a while, and um, we worked a few different 
um, areas that I covered. It was on Mount Weather for a while, but I also got to go to, um, and they built it not long after 9-11. It was, they called it the Freedom Center. It's, uh, I think, close to mm-hmm. Dulles. And um, it was after the Patriot, Patriot Act, um, because prior to the Patriot Act, we couldn't legally do surveillance on U.S. citizens, right? But after yeah. that, they, but they outsourced it to Without other countries. Reason, right. Right. Um, but, but after that, we could start doing surveillance on you know, U.S. citizens after the Patriot Act. And uh, anyway, so they have this thing. And I only had a cigarette. I didn't have a top clearance. I just had a cigarette clearance. And so we walked in here to work on some shit. So they, the red light's going to let them know that somebody without top clearance is in. But even at that point in time, they had one fucking wall of monitors where they were tracking from what I could see every fucking flight over the continental U.S. Um, and I'm not talking about just commercial flights. I'm talking about private flights, the whole nine. Um, they had all this shit going on. They had other like camera shit pulled up. And then on one, they had a, li- a live uh, satellite feed um, tracking some dude in his car, listening to his goddamn cell phone. And putting guys in place, they were going to fucking uh, pick this dude up. And I was like, it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. It's like that movie. Um, Eagle Eye. No, not Eagle Eye. There's other one with uh, Gene Hackman and Will Smith. Um, oh, oh, Enemy of the Enemy State. Of the state. Like, like when they were tracking that shit. Like that, and that was whatever. But this yeah. was like real time shit. It was insane to me. Um, you know, and that existed then and well before that. Like, I mean, there's all kinds was of shit it, going on. For was that around, the, uh, around Obama's inauguration? I worked a second inauguration. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, which is crazy too. So I did a work with an inter, inter, interdepartmental um, unit that did comms for the, uh, his, uh, the, the second um, inauguration. And so I was working with, uh, you know, NSA, CIA, FBI, and other branches. And they had these uh, like fucking $2 million uh, comms trailers set up all over the place. And, you know, they're talking to the, the, the helos that they have up and they're looking at the infrared you know, cameras and, all this shit, but one thing I find interesting, and I always have, and because right now, if you go to any military base, pretty much any military base, anywhere, any TV is running Fox News. And I don't think it's because everybody, because I was, you know, not everybody's all about Fox News, but right. everyone in these uh, comms trailers, every TV, and there were a fuck ton of them, other than the ones that were monitoring active camera feeds, were all on Fox News. Every one of them. And I know that uh, that Fox uses uh, a type of uh, clocking signal in their um, in their broadcasts that uh, some of the other news outlets do not. But my theory, I don't have proof for this. People might say I'm stupid. I feel like that there is data being transmitted on the signal from the whatever that's, that's being used in all the different things. But again, no proof of that. Not saying it's true, but it's very odd to me that every TV, like I'm talking 20, 30 TVs in each room are all on the fucking same channel. It doesn't make sense. No, you're right. So anyway, it's interesting. I just, whatever. Can't make this up, goddammit. It's like going into <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings and the same football game being on every screen. Yeah, it's just fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> you know, as soon as you said that, um, they live popped into my head with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and um, Keith David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie, they like the, the freaking aliens were transmitting a signal that made them look human. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that movie was. I think it came out like in, oh, I yeah, love I Keith he, David. Came, I think it came out eighty five, and that fight scene was just one of the funniest things I ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> they was fighting for like eight minutes straight. I would have been dead tired after three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. But so, what are you guys watching on TV? You watching uh, Downtown Abbey? Crazy. 
Really? Not even lying. I've okay. So I always thought it was stupid as shit. My wife loves it. And there's a new movie coming out later this year. And she was like, Hey, I'm going to rewatch him. Cause I haven't seen him. Why would you want to watch him with me? And I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. We'll watch it together. It's something to do. Holy shit, dude. After three episodes, I was like, this is the most delightful thing I've ever watched. And I've watched like four seasons or no, three seasons in uh, a week so far. And that's with still working and traveling and all this other shit. So yeah, it's so fucking good. And you, fuck you if you don't like it. Do you guys only watch them together? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, if, if it wasn't for that, I would have. Yeah, my wife was into Downton Abbey. And I just, I, you know, I saw it while she was watching it. If I were in yeah, there, I did I not expect it. Like I said, it. I didn't expect it. But I, I sat down and now I'm like, oh, that pompous bitch. You know, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a soap opera. That troublemaking cunt. Yeah, type of thing. So I'll tell you two things I'm on right now because they're they're equal for me as far as how much time I spend on them. Well, I said not how much time I spend on them, but how much I'm into them right now. Stephen will make fun of me for probably at least one of them. Um, Letter Kenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm into Letter Kenny. I'm watching it for the second time in six months. It's so mm-hmm. good. Um, it's on Hulu, but I'm into um, the final se- season of the show Afterlife on Netflix. It's a Ricky Gervais show. It's my favorite show that's ever been made. Yeah. It surpassed Scrubs, not, Community, The Office. I refuse to watch it until after it's all over and people are talking about it. I know. Oh, well, I'm tired of it. People aren't going to quit talking about it, but it's it's yeah. over now. Yeah. I mean, but no, the, the show Afterlife, I can the only word I can use to describe it is beautiful. It It really is. It's just, it's funny. Ugh. It's heartfelt. It's great. It, it's dealing with death and, and, um, and getting over death. It's great. It really is. So afterlife and then letter King, letter King, if you want to laugh constantly afterlife, if you want to laugh and cry. Yeah, see, I only have like two or three shows that I usually love and they none of them are on right now. So, right. Like Castlevania, the Netflix series. I fucking, I get so excited when one of those comes out. Rick and Morty's not running right now. Right. Um, yeah, otherwise I had like I rewatch community every now and then. You know, uh, same. The office stays on my house pretty pretty regularly. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, we're both holding out for the community movie. So six speaking, speaking of Keith David. Yeah. So man, yeah. I, I got I got on to community real late, but I binge watched it on Hulu like maybe with it's one of the best network off. sitcoms that ever was. Yeah. 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 Nope. It it was Fucking um, Chevy Chase, man. <laughs> yeah, as m- much of an asshole as he is in real life, he was great in that show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Donald Glover and Danny Pudi together, the, that the, together and that that friendship that they have between Troy and Abed is just great. It's yeah. such a great, it's such a great show. And there's so many little things that that are on there that if you you know if you don't no or you haven't looked into it whatever you just you never pick up on I me mean, the beetlejuice thing is just little things that dan Harmon does for people that are super into pop culture it just yeah. it's just great but so, joey's one of those people when he watches shit i don't notice any of the background stuff oh, i only yeah. pay attention what's going on screen the dialogue yeah. acting whatever the fuck's going on joey is one of those weird autistic motherfuckers that'll pick up all the little <laughs> random shit that's going on in the background it happened people to me like, right before you got yeah like oh yeah because he'll say something and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about it's like oh that one part in the scene where in the background like the the beetlejuice thing it took like so did so did you pick up on the beetlejuice thing in community yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So, I, 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 I'm like you. I, I pay attention to everything that goes well, on. See, the that's the strange thing is I don't look for those things. I just see them. It's this weird idiot savant thing. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Beetlejuice thing is a great and it's a long, you know, it's the long con. I mean, it's like it's season one, season two, season three before it pays off. And when it pays mm-hmm. off, it really pays off. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. And I love like after I get I see it, I'm like, oh, that's really great. But I don't notice at the time. Well, I mean, when you're talking about Eddie Murphy earlier and I said you want a photo because you can't disappoint a photo. That was a community reference. I didn't yeah. even know you're into community. I was just referencing community yeah when, when donald Glover met lavar burton yeah, yeah i know yeah, exactly great. what you mean when he when he went in the bathroom and he started singing a song <laughs> yeah or when they're on the boat or, or no they're sitting there eating yeah. and he didn't do anything like, more fish for kunta <laughs> he does that. It's, so good. it's so good it's such a great show yeah oh my god it's so good yeah. and dan Rick, Harmon, he'd be one to have the is. show that i would i would love I to have dan Harmon. yeah yeah yeah, Dan Harmon's lost a ton of weight lately. Yeah. Do you yeah. see? Is he did a big post about how he's uh, like with the meal plan he did? He goes, "Yeah, it's expensive, but I'm a skinny bitch now, so I don't care how much people cost. <laughs> right. You non-skinny bitches can suck it." And I was like, "God, uh, I love Dan, Dan Harmon." Yeah, this is why Rick and Morty's as good as it is. Yeah, it's Dan Harmon. Yeah, and Royland. What? Sure, but you know, come on, he's nothing without Dan. Man, Gravity <laughs> Falls. That's all I gotta say. All right, fine. <clears throat> hey. Did you guys ever watch the show Titus when it was out? Love Titus. I, I own the whole series. You and me I own the whole series on DVD. I love Titus. That's the first comedian I went, ever went and saw live was Christopher Titus. I haven't yeah. seen him live, but he is so fucking funny. Like, He's very funny. That's a good show. It was a good show. Man, shows like that don't exist anymore. Like, like when they when they did that episode when they was on the plane, like they literally got canceled right after that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's one of those shows that while it, it's funny and absurd at times, it deal it it's dealing with real life stuff. I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. uh, fuck, I can't even think of the name of the show now. Way back in the day, um, Carol O'Connor. What the hell is that show? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I mean, it, it it deals with real life stuff. It just mm-hmm. deals with it in a way that kind of can make some light of it so that it's palatable. And that's that's what's great about it. It's, it's one of the things I like about the show Afterlife. So anyway, is that is that one of those shows that come out week by week or is it all released? Oh, it's all there. It's three seasons and they're all on Netflix now. So and, and they're not going to do any more. Season three is the last season. Like He announced it ahead of time. He 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 didn't get canceled. He chose to do three seasons and that be it. So you can go watch it all over this weekend, and and they're short season. I mean, it's like um, eight up, ep- six or eight episodes a season. You know, forty five minutes maybe an episode. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, but anyways, hey man, this has been dope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a good time. <laughs> no one's ever described hanging out with us as dope before. No. <laughs> hey man, it's 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 not often where you can have a a conversation that feels like you know you're just chilling with two friends and the good thing about my show is that i try to create that environment and it usually works out sometimes i gotta like you know unstiffen the conversation but you know it is what it is i can't i can't force anybody else's hand but with you guys you know it's real natural a little a little little scruffy every now and then but it (laughs) (laughs) it worked out (laughs) 
But yeah, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time out to join me, you know. And uh we definitely gonna do this again. And I wanna uh I wanna get in on one of those shit bag shows that sounds interesting. All right. Okay. All right. We gotta get some I need you just to throw me some random topics to put into it because it's getting uh it's getting low on topics. Yeah. So and we start keep forgetting to get people start to texting me random like one or two word topics or yeah, things let's, like let's that. clarify that. Yeah, the bag of shit because your son's girlfriend at one yeah. time because we we're like you just put in a word or a phrase something short that can be vague or whatever it's just people talk about it yeah and um she wrote like a fucking paragraph of it. i was like what are you like what are the you price doing? of tea in china or something, yeah. something crazy like yeah it was that. like you know when people walk and they have a conversation and somebody says this but the world history view which they was like what why no yeah we're not talking to, i think we threw it away immediately no, I, I put so many just random things in there that they get pulled out steven's like why would you put that in there like i put the word sandwich in there one time yeah because it popped into my head and it was random and i said yeah that'll work yeah. and throw it in there yeah anyway but now I mean, we we really appreciate you having us on man it's been a lot of fun yeah honestly yeah, so we, we, I can definitely see us doing this again. And, uh, yeah, I want you guys to uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, let the people know where they can find you at and uh, anything else you want to plug as far as social medias and things like that. Uh, everything's at our website. One-stop shop. Yep, b3fpodcast.com. But the thing that we love the most about our website is at the top of the page, all the menus up there, there's one thing that says, tell us what you really think. You click on that, it takes you to a page where you can give us, a, each of us individually and the show, so three different reviews, zero to five stars, and then also you can type in something in there, and you can review each of us individually and the show, it's anonymous. and it's 100% anonymous. It does not tell us who said it. Now, if you're crazy like a couple people have been and put your name in it, then we know, the then we know who you are. But if you don't put your name in it, there's no way for us to find yeah. out where it came from. And it's from. slowly getting more every now and then. Like the, yeah. My thought behind this is because the internet loves anonymity and being able to just people just be dicks without any consequence. Yeah. I was like, I want my show to be an avenue yeah. to feed those motherfuckers. And we love reading you know horrible things that people want to say about yes so yeah yeah, there you go yeah the last one said i talked like uh, a drunk bitch with a dick in her mouth so that was that was my that was that was my that was my review three stars (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's kind of high for a dick in your mouth that's that's pretty good you know depends on what you're into man (laughs) you didn't tell us what actually happened at that fucking party you went to is all i'm saying (laughs) hey he knocked her he said he knocked her down yeah so exactly. yeah, I, think, I think we know what happened. <laughs> that was part of it. He was trying to run out of there. He said, bitch, get out of my way. But I'm just saying, it was a very detailed <laughs> beginning of the story. And then a whole bunch of skipping. And then knocked her down. We don't know on the skipping parts what happened. That's I can guess considering what he said about her face. I can guess. <laughs> yep. Lips smelled like booty for a week. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So... <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so if if what what episode would you say you would want somebody to check out if they wanted to get a real good feel for your show? Like, what episode we should suggest them to take a look at? Mm-hmm. Not just blowing smoke, but the episode that I've put at the front of our YouTube page right now is our episode with, with Big T okay. because it's the most kind of realistic, like random conversation kind of whatever that we've had recently um you know if you want a crazy topic then you have to go flat earth but but as far as like 
that I don't consider Flat Earth a more, uh, as realistic an episode. Well, we were oddly reserved. Yeah, we were. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I would say that's a episode with Big T. Anything we've done with with Trevor. Yeah. Um, Two brothers. Episodes. The episodes with Easy, and I don't know what the episode numbers are, but there's Easy, yeah. um, which is a local young guy's local rapper from from around here, and those were very fun episodes. Yeah, but I mean, I would say that they're all like you can listen to any of them and get a general feel for how we're going to be like you you can you know that too yeah. from, at this point but yeah and there's definitely episodes that that are not that great but <laughs> you know right but you know <laughs> i'm trying to think of, of the most recent episode that it was just the two of us yeah i don't, I don't know yeah. yeah drowning rats maybe we're answering is yeah oh yeah <laughs> that one that's a pretty good one yeah so anyway well, Tune in on Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, and you can watch it live and kind of re, you can really get the feel yeah, for it. Call in, interact. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's where the magic is made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard him, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in Saturdays at 8 live on YouTube and Facebook, if I'm not mistaken, for the yep. YouTube, podcast. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Yeah. Yep. Watch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so thank you again, Joey and Steven, for joining me today or another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. That's I Can't, for K, Make This Up podcast. You can find me everywhere podcasts are available. I'm also on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you like what you heard, please do me a favor and follow my guests on their social media platforms and YouTube and, you know, all that good stuff. And... You know, let me know what you thought about the show down in the comments. And if you didn't like it, you can let me know there as well, and I'll block you. But until next time, <laughs> peace. <laughs> I can't make this up. Being the wing man got me punched in the face by this crazy chick. I can't make this up. Gave this cool old man to ride home. Now I'm harboring the fugitive. I can't make this up. Pin between the fat chick and the speaker. Now my shirt smell like her backside. I can't make this up. It's all bad because my man about to get stabbed in his hand over french fries. Bad. And I'ma let the land over legend do the rest. I'm out.